Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, Sean. This this week we are again without um, our our marsupial friend. Uh, oh no, he's just <laughs> hanging out with marsupials. Uh, I get that confused sometimes. Though though Max does carry around a backpack a lot, so he's kind of like a marsupial because he's always got a pouch. But um, we are without him, and I think he would have some some interesting views on a a little conundrum that you're you're facing right now, uh, and as. Uh, I guess it has to do with food at work in a, in a way, but it's broader as well. It does, and it's not. It, it's got nothing to do with uh, fish in the office microwave, uh, because mm. I'm not a lunatic sociopath. Um, I, which yeah, I think I think fish gets a lot of shade, and I should I should go into it, but not at work. Definitely not at work because oh, people are sensitive. Fish is great. You just you can't. You can't inflict fish smell on other people. <laughs> That's all. Can't inflict the fish. Um, no, it, it's uh, it's more about uh, storage and transportation. Um, ah, yes, storage and transportation. Uh, that's that was definitely my favorite class in in economics related of things. Course. Storage and transportation. So that's... yeah, so so last weekend, uh, my parents were in town, and and we uh, we got to spend some time together. My brother is here now; he's in law school, um, and, and so. Uh, over the course of those two and a half days, there were a lot of uh, restaurant meals. And so, you know, at the end of something like that, you, you feel like I've really got to kind of buckle down and make some better food and really focus on making my own food and, you know, not, uh, not pivoting totally into all restaurants for every meal mode. So yeah. after yeah. they left, I went to the grocery store. And um, got some some provisions. I stocked up, and I came home. And um, Sunday night, I did a whole bunch of cooking. What I think some of the kids call meal prep. Um, I, I don't I'm not call that, it that. Cool. I hate that word. I'm not that, that cool. I may I call it food prep occasionally. It's it's like planned leftovers. That's they're just leftovers. Like when, when I, once I make it, even if I know I'm going to eat it later on, they are still left over from from that initial initial thing. And so interestingly uh, enough, I actually it was not planned leftovers for me in that I wasn't making food to eat some of it that night. So that that's why I think it qualifies as prep. I was eating other leftovers. I was just like I need to be prepared for the next several days. Mm. But anyway. As I was out running the errands, I had this thought um, that, you know, I, when I cart food to and from work, a lot of the time I will use, you know, a paper plate or paper paper bowl and, and uh, plastic utensils that are provided at my office. And that means when I'm done with those things, I'm throwing them away. I'm... I'm making garbage. And uh, I had thought, is there a way to, uh, to maybe do less of that? And so as I'm, I'm winding my way through the aisles of my grocery store and 
I find myself on like the dishware aisle and I see some uh, solid enough looking flatware that uh, catches my eye and is pretty inexpensive. Like I can spend $2 each on a fork, a spoon, and a knife. I can keep those in my desk. Oh, maybe I can get some dishes. So I, I went to a couple other places that I, I didn't, you know, I wanted to get something that I would enjoy using. Um, but I, I went ultimately to World Market and I bought myself a, uh, like a stoneware plate and bowl that I can reuse at my office uh, for my lunches. Yeah. And so I am already, after one day of using it, I'm feeling very much like a, uh, a smug eco-warrior. Yeah. So I have also recently dealt with this, which is taking really simply is taking all my plastic Rubbermaid, Gladware, whatever type containers and throwing them away. I've had them for basically as long as I've lived where I've lived and I've accumulated some glass containers or some cheap like um basically the the kind of takeout containers that are plastic not like the black plastic with the the clear tops but but the other ones that i think are a little more traditional Mm -hmm. um but i think one thing that you're getting at is is that there is this this focus on being a little more i don't know an ecological warrior and and thinking about our environment and everything but the other thing is I think a lot of the times you think about recycle. Oh, I'll recycle this and, and it'll be fine or, or, or whatever. But there's a reason it is recycling is third in that three R's thing. It really is about reducing, reusing, and then recycling. Yeah. And and you've hit on one thing that, that I'm trying to think of too and you know how I can be better about it is is that reusing and, and even better just, just having – having less uh, uh, about it now is this is this something that you've noticed other people in the office doing for you or are you kind of uh, the frontiersman i uh, so in in this particular regard there are definitely some people at my office that are you know are, are good about having you know uh kitchenware uh, of their own that they that they use uh but one of the things that kind of spurred it for me is that um Charlottesville uh, abandoned its single stream recycling program kind of without really telling anyone. Yep. This uh, is an important point. Back in February. And, and so the, the way to recycle in Charlottesville has been uh, to, to take stuff, to take separated things to the McIntyre road recycling center, which is close to my apartment. Um, and so there's been sort of a task force that assembled to uh, replace our kind of corner of the floor uh, single stream recycling bins with uh, communal separate bins for cans and plastic and paper uh, near the kitchen. And, uh, and then to recruit people who are willing at the end of a day to take uh, to, you know, to bag up what's in those bins and take it to the recycling center. And uh, I, I didn't do that. Uh, I'm I'm not helping in that way, uh, which is probably a, 
you know, its own separate problem. I probably <laughs> should. It would be pretty easy for me to do it. Um, but it just kind of had me thinking about that. And so, you know, as I've gotten more diligent about crushing cans to put them, you know, so they don't take up too much space in the bin when I have like a sparkling water or something, uh, something that millennials drink. Um, I've been thinking more and more about that. And I, I'm doing some of the, I've already been doing some of the reusing in the way that I, uh, not just in the way that I eat the food, but in the way that I store and transport the food. And you talked about takeout containers. And um, I actually bought a a set of those, uh, mm-hmm. of kind of assorted sizes, like the deli containers. That are, you know, if for those of you listening, because this is an audio medium, it's you know the circular containers of sort of different uh, different depths. Uh, and they, they all share the same lid. So I actually went on like a restaurant supply store website and bought a bunch of stuff. Um, Sorry, I just had to kill a spider about the size of a silver dollar. Um, so it's yeah, time for you I re- to move. Yeah, well, we're doing that. <laughs> hey. but, uh, yeah, I, I um, yeah, that was reducing, reducing death, but uh, potentially. But uh, I think that I think that one thing I, I've thought about too, and you mentioned that the deli containers uh, type things is is really trying to be. It, so I have mostly glass now, and the thing I try to use the deli containers for is if I have kind of like short term storage, or or I have friends over and I've got leftovers, and they're really good for that. But the things that I'm going to keep for a while or have. Um, I would say like truly leftovers, like I might freeze it or something like that. Um, those are, I think, better for glass. And the one thing, and I did a little, I did a little research today on this actually. Um, and I think that what the internet says is, is that, well, there, there are times that are good for both, but I think looking long term, it, it really is about that glass and the reusability mm-hmm. and glasses glass isn't porous and i think that's an important thing because when you start getting things that are porous and stuff they're not as recyclable um you, you know like even even you think about uh beer bottles and and there's a lot of aluminum now and and there's 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 glass but you don't <laughs> i mean there are plastic 40 bottles but something as simple as is that that's been around for forever these it's just these things that aren't porous they're easier to reuse i mean sometimes you I mean, going way back to Coke bottles, you you had them, you took back, you got the deposit for your bottle because they were literally going to refill it with Mm Coca-Cola or whatever. And I think that that's just kind of the the way I have to think about is, you know, what is the better investment for me uh, and, and for everyone else? And it is... It is something like glass, but there's still there's you got to balance it because there's still something to be said for those plastic containers, which you can give out to friends and stuff. But um, and this is this is where I hadn't even thought about this before. But you doing this at work and in, in, in your lunch uh, is interesting because that I'm sure is one of the places that I consume or create the most waste. And my office is pretty good about um, having. Uh, like compostable plates and stuff. So that's okay, but there is still a process to make those. And we still have forks and knives and spoons that are plastic. And even worse, they are individually wrapped in plastic. 
Oh no way! Yeah, it's like doubling back because it's wild. it's the kind of plastic you can't recycle. So this is all going into the trash. That seems really, and that seems really, really inconsistent with a company that is make like going out of its way to have compostable plates. Yeah, um, well, I don't. the The best solution is is what you're doing, which is having just your own fork and knife right. and spoon at work. So I, I think the glass. You you make a good point about the glass. It is longer lasting. Um, I have no illusions that the deli containers that I have are going to last forever, but Mm -hmm. I am reusing them in the same way that I use bottled water, you know, water bottles when I buy them is that I'm, uh, I think for me, they were a really good kind of intermediate step, uh, where I can clean them and use them again several times, but it's also something where I'm not so committed, I'm not so invested that if something goes really bad, like if I, you know, if I forget about something in the fridge and uh, a vegetable comes to life, um, I I don't feel I don't feel like I'm destroying the world by tossing one every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I I think. You know, I still feel good about the fact that I'm not creating quite as much waste yet. And so that, to me, uh, you know, I think there there's something to be said for, you know, we've talked about this with, like, diet and lifestyle change before. It's got to be a lifestyle change. You have to do something that works for you that you can easily keep up with. Yeah, yeah. And so I think for me that this has been something really good that I can keep up with. Because if I were going to ditch all of those and go all glass, those glass containers are expensive. It's they, a they, it's a pretty yeah. big commitment. Yeah. I, I mean, I know for me, the, the big reason why I didn't want to get out, rid of the plastic ones is, is because the glass ones I had are all kind of that short cylinder or even bowl-shaped. Uh-huh. And I don't have those squares that, for some reason, I'm like, oh, these are great because I can eat out of them at work and, and they're very portable and they're they're light and everything, which are all definite reasons that the to, to have the plastic. But I can just invest in the other ones. And also, I should maybe be a little more creative in, in how I think to pack things. Um, you mentioned the expensiveness of glass, but you know one thing that's not expensive and a lot of people use, especially those quote-unquote meal preppers, is um, is mason jars. Those are not expensive. I would suggest getting plastic lids for them because they last longer and don't get all rusty, which I've done recently. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. But yeah, uh, the thing about that is that there are a lot of things that do that like aren't shaped for mason jars. Yeah, yeah, and that's it's. You can't really put a chicken thigh in a mason jar. You definitely can't, and no matter no matter what a meal prep website tells you, you can't put a salad in it either. Yeah, I uh, I don't know how that works because I mean you can, but you shouldn't. Yeah, everything jumbles around in my bag. Uh, I'm willing but, I'm willing to be good for the environment, but not at the expense of being able to be snarky and sarcastic. Yeah, and and I think the the other thing that we haven't touched on with this is is really this is kind of lunch focused right now or mm-hmm. or like finished meal product, and the one big one that that I've tried to get better about and it is okay as a for instance yesterday I was I was making uh, I was going to make rice, 
and I have a bunch of mason jars because uh, I just took some from Max, for instance. Um, and I have these new lids to put on them, so they're great. But I have a decent plastic container that this rice came in. And of course, because plastic is not as, I don't know, doesn't seal as well as, as uh, you know, these, these mason jars, I go to get some rice out of there. And I'm like, no, this is gross now. I can't, I can't use it. And so for actual storage, like long-term dry goods type storage too, I've tried to get better about putting them in, in reusable containers as opposed to having those, you know, plastic bags, rice come in, for instance, yeah. or, or sugar and whatever else. Cause those are just, it's like, hello, come, come to me, gross critters that, right. that crawl around and, and, or a lot of places anymore, you can, you can take them and it's cheaper for you to take your mason jar in and put it on the scale, tar it out, and then put your, I don't know, your rice, your your garbanzo beans, whatever you're going to get in that. So again, with the investment, it might be higher up front, but then you're not, your lower cabinet isn't filled with plastic bags everywhere, which are an annoyance, not just mm-hmm. for you, but also down the road for poor turtle that, that is then suffocated and dies. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, OXO has some some good uh you know, you're you're a big flower guy because you uh what is it do you, you make muffins or um... oh my it's it's uh it's slightly different than muffins but but it's all the same it's oh it's you make carbs. breadsticks oh bre- yeah i make breadsticks uh just just like lady and the tramp those kind of those kind yeah. of breadsticks um but i i know that uh my parents at their house are are, are big proponents of like those kind of um sealable like the airtight sealable containers where they have the yeah. lid where you kind of depress a button to in like inflate a little rubber ring that makes the seal i think those are really neat um i, I also think that for storage like for freezer storage i think those deli containers that i have are really good mm-hmm. um, and another thing that i'll do a lot is you know i'm part of the uh part of the reduce aspect of the the triangle um uh, that when like if I'm making dinner and, and I'm, you know, I'm cooking for one most of the time, uh, sometimes for two. Uh, but basically, if I make a recipe of something, I'm going to have leftovers. And if it's something that's easily separable, like if it's pasta or if it's soup or something, yeah, I have enough bowls that I can kind of dish stuff out into my bowls and cover them with foil in my fridge. And I won't even have to have one of my plastic containers enter the rotation yet. Yeah. And so that, that's something that I do a lot. Yeah. I, I, I think with, with all of this and it, it does remind me of the, I think it's a great episode. It's uh, probably in the last couple of months stuff. You should know did something on recycling and a lot of this stuff comes up too. It's, it's what can you actually recycle? And there, there are so many things that I think I'm going to be able to recycle and I can't, um, or they don't recycle well. For instance, you mentioned the water bottle, and there's a lot of talk about if you take the caps off, the caps don't get recycled, but if you twist them on uh, because of the density, it'll be able to work in single stream. Or in your case, where you live somewhere where now you can't even recycle anymore, um, at least not in the local supported way that, that we all imagine you can do. Um, the imperative, I think, really is to to you know just reduce and and reuse 
And I, I think that you hit on the right point, which is lifestyle change. And recycling, you don't really have to think about. You just have a separate little container or you run directly into a recycling bin of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, the change is is saying that, okay, I I don't need to ask for forks and, and whatever else and spoons when I get takeout or let me just bring a plate into the office or uh, wh- whatever it is because you, the things the things that you have to think about more the things you make habits are are almost always impactful are more impactful yep. and maybe maybe down the road this doesn't make a huge difference and the garbage patch just continues to grow bigger i mean the straws are completely not recyclable as we've 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 all learned and every straw that's ever existed on earth is going to exist forever like yeah. we can't really turn it back but it's it's also just really easy and i think uh you know it's going to be rewarding for everyone to to or at least for me i found it to put stuff in glass containers i it also just looks prettier if i'm going to be honest yeah and, and i think that i think there's nothing wrong with assessing you know what what's a change that you can make that's going to be relatively low impact in your life like it was almost a nothing thought for me to consider i don't really i actually don't really prefer drinking with a straw to just taking a sip out of a cup it's like now whenever i can avoid it i like i don't i certainly don't ask for straws and i try like i try not to use them but it's not I, even – it's not like a huge – I'm not on a war path about straws. I just kind of don't use them. Yeah, unless you're having a milkshake, you – oh, man, I had to say the word. But unless you're having one of those beverages, you're you're hard-pressed to find a situation where you really need a straw. So that's a habit that's – you almost don't have to think about not doing it because you don't need it that often. Yeah. Except for the situations where uh, I think – Max was sharing with us that uh, he went to the Paul Simon concert and they still put those lids on the cups where you would have to put in a straw, but they're like, oh, we don't have straws, which I'm actually fine with, but it does look weird aesthetically. It's like, there should be a straw here, but it's (laughs) effectively just a top. Um, So I, I, I don't know that I have any particular ways to to make this transition almost easier except for purge you know get rid of all the plastic stuff or in your case to be to kind of empower yourself take a plate to work and after the third or fourth time uh that that you you forget it like it'll probably just hit like give it a week or two and and you'll never you'll never go back but um i think it's a purge and empower is is kind of what I'd say. You know, make it so that you only have one choice if possible, and make it be the better one. Yeah, and and you can make you can make the other thing that I would say is that you can also kind of seek out changes that will compound upon each other. So, like the plate, the plate and bowl at my office now has you know to to use your term has it further empowered me. I can make a big batch of stuff that I know is all going to work and I don't have to meet it out into single serve containers. So like I made like a chicken teriyaki sort of thing over brown rice and I just had one big container of chicken and one big container of brown rice. And I went and put those in my office fridge with my name on them. And so now I can use my reusable metal spoon to dish out stuff into my reusable bowl and then microwave it 
and then I'm not using up. I'll, I'll probably have lunch for the whole week, but I don't need to use four plus um, single serve containers. Yeah, that see that's actually next level right there. And but I'm also I don't know about your fridge situation at work, but my fridge is just full of people using the unofficial lunch bag of twenty somethings in the DC area, uh, which is the very full lululemon bag which doesn't <laughs> fit well in in a fridge so i can i have to i have like the two cup containers which have helped me from a different perspective which is just eating less yeah um but there's no room for that so i like your next level thing but you know check with your office culture and see how much space you have to do that which is a problem i run into but hopefully others do not you know it, it all it all comes down to find something that you can do that works for you and the way you live your life and something that you'll be able to keep up. And I think that it's, it's something that can make you, uh, it can make you happy. If you make a choice that you don't have to think about all the time, every once in a while you might actually think about it and go, Oh, that's a neat thing that I'm doing. And that's like a nice little confidence boost. too. Yeah. I mean, looking into a cabinet and seeing, you know, having these, clear containers for rice and and beans and sugar and i don't know coconut flakes or whatever you've got in there is really pleasing i I mean it's well i had to buy some yesterday to make this curry okay yeah it was like a topping it was actually it was well received but um it was also sort of unnecessary yeah uh but but the it's i'm gonna thinking about it now i'm gonna go take that big bag and i'm gonna put it in the mason jar because it's gonna take up less space and then i'm always gonna know where it is because it's a clear container i I think that you know you know having the ability to make these choices and make better choices is is really cool yep i agree um all right so uh, I think we are probably both still kind of relative amateurs or, or at least, you know, not totally advanced in this regard. So if you have other tips for us or for people listening that you want to share for how to uh, better reduce, reuse, and recycle, come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty okay Pod and uh, let us know. We, we would be happy to hear from you. In the meantime, it is time Four, Pierce is sorry. And uh, what are you apologizing for this week? Because I know you've apologized for recycling incorrectly before. Yeah. Uh, so so maybe first for, for the listeners who, who don't like my, my murder of a, of a spider in that, maybe I should apologize for that. I mean, I would have done it anyways, but I understand that, that maybe that wasn't the right way to do it. I think that spiders have done a lot for this world, and I should have been more respectful, but... This is my house, not theirs, and mm-hmm. so I'm just, I, I I'm protecting my my domain. Um, that said, I am not apologizing for that this week. I did mention um, those those lovely unofficial uh, lunch boxes that that are used in my office, and yes. I got one the other day because I got a pair of pants hemmed. What I'm apologizing for is is really um, an experience and overthink that made me look like an idiot but I think probably made the other person look better. So I went to go pick up this pair of hemp pants, and there's a little slip that they give you so that you're supposed to bring it back and say you've got it. So they had called me the day before, and they said, your pants are ready. I said, oh, great. Um, And, of course, on Friday when I went to go pick up my pants, I didn't 
have the sheet. So I started freaking out in my head thinking, oh, no, they're not going to believe me. And and, and I'm going to have to be able to prove to them who, who I am and everything. Uh, and I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. So in my head, what I decided is, oh, they called me yesterday. What I'm going to tell them is, is I don't have the slip, but I have my phone that you called me on yesterday. So I go in and I'm ready. I'm like, this is going to be fine. I'm going to be able to identify myself. So I go in and I said, hi, I'm here to pick up a pair of pants. And they said, oh, okay, do you have your slip? I said, I don't have my slip, uh, but but I have the phone that you called me on yesterday. <laughs> and she and the, and the service person who was great, um, all their service people are really great, actually, uh, says, okay, uh, that's not really helpful. What's your name? Because... Then it occurred to me in that moment, who is going to be, who is going to come into one of these stores and be like, I'm picking up a pair of pants for, you know, whoever, and just know, and also the pants fit them, they know what they're looking for and everything else. It's like, no one's in here to steal your pants. Just give them your damn name and, and they'll know who you are. It's just <laughs> classic everything. So I'm sorry for making that wonderful service person you know, have to have to explain the simplest rules of life to me, which is I just need your name. Like I, I'm here to help you. And I and I overthought to, to no end. Um, but it was, you know, I, I my experience in, in the service industry is different and, and limited. Uh, and so I, I appreciate that people can can set set the rest of us straight uh, very simply and, and with a smile because I. I get flustered easily, clearly. I love that it's taken you this long in your life to realize that even if, you, like, you just got to give them your name. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> usually that goes that goes pretty far, but you just giving someone your name. But, yeah, it's ugh, a total overthink. Total overthink. But, yeah. yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. Do you have a big idea from pop culture for us this week? I sure do. Um, so I, I'm going to... I'm going to go back a few weeks, and then I'm going to go back a few years. So a few weeks ago, we had a discussion about MoviePass. Mm. And I said that uh, MoviePass's amended service, uh, $10 a month still for three movies a month instead of uh, one movie a day, uh, was still a good enough deal that it was it was a viable option for me to continue using Mm-hmm. Um, I am no longer a MoviePass subscriber. It uh, it it hit me when I paid for three movies in a row that I saw, uh, because uh, movies that were showing as having show times in the morning when I committed to uh, uh, to going to these movies. Uh, were no longer available in the app when I got to the theater or even like at noon on that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, you know what? I'm done with this. This is no longer, this is no longer useful to me. Uh, it is causing me more frustration than it is uh, unlocking opportunities for me to see movies. Um, they have a competitor called Cinemia. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried that. Uh, I tried signing up for that service and navigating how to use that to get movie tickets in Charlottesville, a city that does uh, does not do e-ticketing for its movie theaters. 
Uh, It took me less than 24 hours before I was sending them an angry email trying (laughs) to retrieve my money. Yep. Um, It was, uh, if anyone from Cinemy is listening to this, your service is a fucking disaster and I hate you for it. Um, That's maybe a little strong, but I can't. Yeah, we actually actually, uh, had gone basically the whole episode without cursing there, but it was really, it was really, (laughs) really frustrating. Yeah, no, I, I I hear that, and I, I I commend you for trying at least. I'm I'm staying with Movie Pass, even though I haven't really gone to the movies because I know that the next couple months I'll I'll go to some, and we do have e ticketing that allows me to see more in the DC mm. area. But I'm it's, jealous. It's it's go to see movies because you want to see them, not because you think you're getting some fancy pants deal. Yep. Anyway, uh, despite that, I am not uh, I am not not seeing movies. Um. I will still pay for movie tickets sometimes, but you know I, I've become I've become reacquainted with my old friend Netflix. Ah, and, and so this is this is where we start going back a few years. Um, last night, while I was doing all of my food prep for the week, uh, mm-hmm. I, I had my I had my laptop in the kitchen with me, and I was uh, watching for the first time a movie that you have lauded, uh, maybe on this podcast. Definitely in our conversations in, in mm-hmm. real life. Yeah. Uh, and I'm here to say that I really enjoyed It Follows. Oh, see, I was just, uh, uh, I was talking to a friend this weekend about I should rewatch that because it is a great movie, I think. And uh, it's it's a horror movie. And at least the way I interpret the movie um, is I think very topical right now, and you know maybe maybe that's something. That oh, I'll, it is. I agree. Uh, I'll I'll revisit later, and what I think the movie is is actually saying. Um, but you know, it's it's a tremendous movie that I need to watch again. Yep, I'm not gonna you know not that not that I'm a big spoiler mm-hmm. spoiler alerty type person, but you know it's horror movies. It's kind of a sort of thing where you know it's really easy to kind of change the experience of seeing those movies if you know what's happening going in. So um, I won't go into much detail about what the movie uh, entails, but it's a a really well-done movie. I really loved the style of the music. Um, There were times when it kind of undercut the horror aspect and made it seem a little lighter, and there were times when that juxtaposition really kind of amped things up, and I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, if you haven't seen it follows, uh, as Pierce correctly noted, I think now is a really good time in America to, to watch this movie. Or if you've seen it, um, and, and we're pondering a, a rewatch, uh, I think, I think it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, so do that and then, uh, come, come find us and, and talk to us about it. I think we would probably both be more than happy to uh, to discuss that over a beer or a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Movies are for talking about, especially that one. Great point. All right. So that is the end of the show. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at pretty okay pod or at our home on the web at www.prettyokaypod.com. You can also subscribe to our feed on your podcatcher of choice, be it uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, we're I don't think we're on Stitcher. We're not that uh, we're not that cool. But mm. I know I use an app called Pocket Casts, and it's there. Um, and, and you know, if you have a a unique uh, request for someplace that you're trying to find us, 
and we're not there, uh, drop us a line at it's pretty okay at gmail.com and we can try to accommodate you. Uh, if you subscribe to the feed, you will get our episodes every week on Tuesday without having to go looking for us. Uh, we'd appreciate if you would leave us a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Um, or just tell a friend about the show. I, I, I think that, you know, we, we definitely kind of have an archetype of, of who you are out there. And so hopefully you, you might, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you might have some other people in your life that could be interested in that as well. And we would love to share what we're doing with them. Uh, we will be back again next week as always to talk about something else. Uh, and I will have returned from a neat little voyage that I'm preemptively very excited to talk about. Uh, yeah. So until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. Thanks for listening. Bye.